Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. It's not exactly free money, but the Federal Reserve's interest rates are pretty low, you know. So is that good news or is it bad news? Discuss amongst yourselves. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Reputation.com, monitoring, protecting, and improving reputations online while deleting personal data from the Internet. Reputation.com. And by Progressive Insurance with Snapshot, a program in which rates are determined by the driving habits of policyholders. Learn more at Progressive.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It's the 26th of January today. Glad you could be with us. And on the theory that there's nothing like a little monetary policy to whet your appetite for the news of the day, we're going to start this Thursday by quoting the Federal Reserve Bank of the United States to you. They wrapped up a two-day meeting on interest rates this week by saying this. There will be, quote, exceptionally low levels for the federal funds rate at least through late 2014. That means the Fed's main interest rate is going to stay near zero for almost another two years. Ben Bernanke and his colleagues are trying to goose the economy by making it cheaper to borrow for a house or a car, or if you own a business to buy computers or fancy new robots to make your company more efficient and profitable. But Marketplace's Mitchell Hartman explains low interest rates do have a couple of downsides, too. For Jim Paterba, worry about low, low interest rates hits pretty close to home. My dad, who's living on income from CDs, for those who are depending on relatively safe interest income, this is a message that it's going to be a continued period of of difficulty generating that income. Paterba teaches at MIT and heads up the National Bureau of Economic Research, so you might spare some worry for the retirees in your life, too. Interest rates average just over half a percent now on savings accounts and CDs. In fact, some economists worry that the Fed's policies will lead retirees to shift their nest eggs into riskier investments to get a higher return. But for businesses, low interest rates are an unmitigated good. They can borrow cheaply for buildings or new machinery and the software to run it. Brookings economist Gary Burtless says in some cases, this may actually keep companies from hiring more people in the long run. The theory is these investments have made businesses so much more efficient that they do not add as much to their payrolls as they otherwise would. But Burtless says this process generates jobs, too. Jim Paterba agrees. There's also someone who's producing that machine, right? Someone's assembling the robot. Somebody's writing the software code. And those are the folks who are getting the jobs that are immediately stimulated by the investment. Paterba says we just have to hope some of these high-paid engineering and technology jobs making all the fancy new equipment stay in the United States. I'm Mitchell Hartman for Marketplace. Today, Defense Secretary Leon Panetta explained exactly how he's going to cut a half a trillion dollars out of the Pentagon's budget over the next 10 years. Fewer soldiers, fewer big weapons systems, and more technology, robots and drones and cyber defense. Our Washington Bureau Chief John Dimsdale explains that means the defense industry is going to have to change as well. Secretary Panetta said the mandate to cut more than 8% from the budget required difficult choices. The military will be smaller and leaner, but it will be agile, flexible, rapidly deployable, and technologically advanced. 
the Army and Marines will lose 90,000 troops over the next five years, but still be larger than they were before 9-11. The Navy and Air Force will gain significant new investments in technologies. Sophisticated surveillance and attack drones will make up more of the military arsenal, and that's a big change for makers of traditional military aircraft. In an ideal world, a company would want to be in both lines of work. William Hartung with the Center for International Policy says big contractors like Lockheed Martin and Northrop Grumman already make both, but drones cost one-fifth or less than fighter planes. If you're going to have significant slashes in a fighter plane program, you're probably going to lose more contracting money than you're going to gain, in the short term at least, by building drones. Plus, there's more competition in the drone building business. A small California firm called AeroVironment is...